Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Brighton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello and, and I'm the goat with a thousand young. Okay, well, all right, whatever that means. <laughs> you all right? I'm fine, yes, I'm. Tickety boo is okay. the sea. Uh, well, as they say in the 70s, <laughs> in, in, in Jimmy Cricket's world, well, sure he would have said that, wouldn't he? Don't think we should be copying that guy, right? It's almost, <laughs> it's almost Christmas. We're doing this on the 23rd, which is yes, a lovely day, isn't it? The 23rd of December is a lovely day. It's, it's a good day if you're a kid, isn't it? Because it's like the excitement's starting to build up and stuff. Christmas I mean, it's Eve almost tomorrow. there, isn't it? It's almost there. It like is. Christmas Eve comes with a bit of pressure, but the 23rd, mm-hmm. there's no pressure, is there? So I think the 23rd's a great Christmas day because yeah. it has no pressure attached to it, but it's almost Christmas. Like I've been at work today. It's my last day at work because we don't work on Fridays at the moment. Next year we will. Um, so, but it's so I've been at work. I've had Christmas songs on, I've had a Christmas mm-hmm. jumper on. I've annoyed everyone with my Christmasiness. Um, and then I've been for a few pints with one of my mates after work. And, you know, we're all mm-hmm. set for Christmas. It's nice, isn't it? Um, well, that's good. But- Do you think as a kid, right, you'd be tempted to go to, to bed at like four o'clock in the afternoon? Though. Yeah. Today, yeah, definitely. And try uh-huh. and sleep for a whole, <laughs> like all the way through the next day. Cliff, do you like mince pies? The Christmas mince pies. Yeah, the Christmas mince pies. Uh, no, they're a fucking con. <laughs> they're a con. Why are they a con? Because there's no fucking meat. <laughs> yeah, I know that's true. Well, I tell you what, right. I would. I, I don't think I could name. be happier. I couldn't be happier if there was a small, like minced beef and onion pie every day, with a cup right. of tea. I think that would uh-huh. like. I mean, I love Christmas, but. If there's one way to make it better, give us a, t- a small mince, mince beef and onion pie every day with a cup of tea. Uh-huh. That would be amazing. Instead, so you're, not, you're not a fan? Well, it's not fucking meat for a start, and I think that's misleading to a young boy. <laughs> and you've held this grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I brought it up. What about is, you? is there anything else? I don't mind a mince pie. Only one, though. Only one. What about um, the Christmas pudding? 
I'd also dislike it, but obviously not because I assume it's going to be meat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure the same thing isn't happening? There's no meat in this pudding, man. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a steak. <laughs> <laughs> what type of meat's in this? <laughs> That's what I ask for everything that anybody serves. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you don't like at Christmas? Uh, what do I not like at Christmas? Uh, not a, no, you know me. I, I love Christmas. I love you most love Christmas? Christmassy things. Um, yeah. I don't like little candy canes. I'm not a fan of them. Oh, no. I don't like them. I, I mean, as, as a kid, I think I quite liked them. I like the idea of them. But then when they started snapping my teeth off, <laughs> I quickly regretted the fact. <laughs> and we... When I first saw them, we hung them on the tree as well. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think right. that's accepted. Do you think that's acceptable to you? I don't really well, like... Yeah, uh, I, it's like rock. I don't really like crackers, so it's a bit awkward, the, qua- the cracker situation. What, do you think that people, like, be upset if you don't pull the cracker with them? I don't know, it's not like, not the social situation, just the, like, the, pu- the pulling of the cracker. And who wins? It's too it aggressive for you. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you're not a fan. I'd rather have somebody carefully opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fun, man. That's no fun. Well, you like a bang, um, mate? I do. I like a bang. You know, there's no wrong with that. I, I like the toys that you get in the crackers. Sometimes you get um, nail clippers, don't you? Which is a bit. Have you ever tried to use it? The nail clippers, now. Nah. I feel like no, you're not going to be sufficient. <laughs> I've never tried. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I'll. You know I've got a thing them. about nails, so I'm never going to use them. Up. Yeah. But it, sometimes you get that fish that curls up. Mm-hmm, of course. Is it That's a, a good one. Are you happy? Is yeah. Sad? The happy fish. And the, the jumping frog as well. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And a comb. A plastic comb. That's about an inch long. Yeah. <laughs> It's just for the hairs on the top of your erect penis. Just, just for the pubic. <laughs> that's, that's what it's for. But only the uh, ones on the shaft. So, I, ho- <laughs> I, ho- I hope they get. Uh, I hope they get some of that kind of stuff in the crackers again. Yeah, good. good. I mean, some there's like strange things in it, like a, the smallest screwdrivers ever made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, right. If, if you obviously you've you've got a, a small child who you live with at the moment, mm-hmm. when you you start buying like electronic toys for them, what tends to happen is there's there's various sizes of screws in the toys that you buy, <laughs> and some of the the screws that you buy are ridiculously small. So, so maybe, maybe that's why the cra- they've been added into the crackers. Exactly, that's what I think. But but it's the. It's the handles need to be bigger, don't they? It's the handles. The handles need to be bigger because unless you've got tiny hands, you can't mm-hmm. use your screwdrivers, can you? Or can well, you? It, it, you tell me. You're the expert. I am the expert. There's a certain uh, technique that you can use with uh, your thumb and your forefinger. Thing, okay. That's what you do. Little okay. twiddling All right. motion. Just like that. Okay. I'm sure you've done that before, haven't you? I don't think you. I think you described it to me before as as the nippler, <laughs> the tweaker. That's what I like to call it. 
That was your nickname in school, wasn't it? Well, that was that was that was because of the drugs, though, wasn't it? <laughs> so yes, what have you watched out on the telly? You been the pictures? Uh, you, I haven't been like the that? pictures. I haven't been the pictures because uh, you know I didn't want to go and wear a mask and that. <laughs> so, right, okay. But I watched a uh, Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil film. Um, the first ten minutes I read, and after <laughs> that. <laughs> It was it was quite scary at the start, but then it, it went steadily downhill after that. I haven't it seen any of studio interference. <laughs> That's what it did. Okay. <laughs> and also, there's a, a fella who's he's reminiscent of me. Is it? Have you seen Arrow? Is he what? called Armel or something like that? Arrow. The TV the, show. What about the? The superhero Green thing. Arrow. Yeah. Aye, Green Arrow. I've, well, I've watched a couple episodes. Oh, that guy. All right. Okay. What, right. You think I'm, he looks like you? No, he's a bit like me. He's a very handsome man, but he's got absolutely no talent whatsoever. <laughs> also averse to mints. <laughs> Aye. So he's in it and he's rubbish. But uh, the, the, the director's apparently a, a massive John Carpenter fan and that. So, like, there's the font at the start, the writing and stuff, okay. that's John Carpenter's font. I haven't seen any of them. Is Miller your Vova Vivid in it? No, she's, it's a reboot. Oh, is it's it? So it's the first this. one again? Yes, it's the first one again. It's the first two games mixed together. Did you play on the games? The first one. Yeah. I'm not that was the first game. game. I'm not, I'm not very is. good at games. Like, uh, and no. I was a bit scared. So I it was it. scary though. <laughs> it was really scary. I remember giving us a right old fright when that zombie turned around in that. So mm-hmm. they've got like Easter eggs in it, like that and stuff. But okay, uh, well, that sounds all right. Well, first ten minutes were. Okay. What about you? Um, what have I been watching? A lot, lot of Coronation Street as usual. Um, mm-hmm. and I watched. I finished. Something. What did I finish? Oh, the Master Chefs. I finished that. The Master Chefs. One of them won. Again, same every time. Uh, <laughs> and no, there's a series I've been watching called Annika. Annika. Is it about Annika Rice? No, it's Annika, not Annika. Um, oh, it's about... I'd love a TV show about Annika Rice. Oh, that running good. about. Yeah. Near the chopper. Um, no, it's a it's a Scottish crime drama thing. I'm out. It, <laughs> <laughs> made for the Alibi Channel. The Alibi Channel. Uh, you ever thought Ooh. about watching that channel ever? I never thought about watching it. I mean, I might have stumbled upon it at, at some point. Well, it's an know? original original show for that channel, and uh, it stars Nicola Walker, who's in a lot of good stuff, a lot of TV, like good telly. Um, you've seen that one? It's her, it's her and Sanjeev Baskar, and they look at old cases. Do you know which one I mean? It's like Unforgotten or something like that it's called. you seen that? Is it, is it Bargain Hunt? It's not bargain hunt, no. Um, yeah. Anyway, because they look at old cases, don't they? Yeah, and stuff inside them. But um, <laughs> if they're it's, lucky, it's her, and she's like 
Norwegian, but grew up in Scotland, and now she's a water murder police. <laughs> water murder police. Uh-huh, that's right? what he is. So she gets a phone call, and they go, "Oh, someone's been someone's been murdered uh-huh. here." Uh-huh. And then, is it in the water? Well, uh-huh. it's near the water. Is it in the water? That's <laughs> well, all no, I want to know. It wouldn't ring. Well, it's near. Otherwise. Well, I'm not turning up. You're going to have to wait until there's a murder no, it's like, in the water. Hey, uh, we've had a murder in the water and you're the only person we can talk to. So that it's more like that. Um, right. So anyway, it's quite good. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of episodes so far, but the only reason I knew about it, really, because I don't have the alibi channel and I'm not one for Scottish murder, water, police dramas. No. Um, Probably because... The- the Loch Ness cartoon that we used to like. Oh, of course, the family Ness. Um, family Ness. Not a lot of murders in that, to be honest, Brent. <laughs> Is it not? I'm sure there was one or two. <laughs> um, no, Brian. 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 What am I saying? Brian. And the newcomb of the Brian Jonestown massacre does the soundtrack for us. How's <laughs> that? So that's the only reason that you started <laughs> so I saw him tweeting about it. Him and uh-huh. uh, there's a singer called Dot Allison who um, used to be on some Death in Vegas stuff. And uh, I've got an album of her some years and years and years ago, probably 20 years. Um, she's like the vocalist and he does the music. And he was tweeting about it a while ago and it, it appeared on me telly box. So I started watching it. So it's you watched good. it. It's pretty oh, good. Well. Just, but what a random thing to get the soundtrack duties for. Well, whatever. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Quite good. Water, that's please. it, really. I've been I've been working, like I've been working, working my way back to you, babe. <laughs> working to try. And well, you want to work a bit harder, didn't you? Friggin' hell! I'm nowhere near. I'm, <laughs> I haven't even moved from this balcony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. working. Just wanted to finish for Christmas. Make sure I have a nice time off with the Ben and all of that. I'm. Uh, like I said, she doesn't really know that when she wakes up on Saturday, there'll be presents in that for her, but she'll, uh, I can't wait to see her face when she opens the stuff we've got, because I think yeah. she'll love them, so, yeah. Then oh, she will, year, I think it'll be a bit more... It'll be the big, big one, won't it? Yeah, I think so. It'll be a proper build-up and all of that, so yeah, that's it, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting in a Christmas mood mm. with songs and stuff like that, and also... Songs, to- women and wine. Uh-huh. That's what you've been doing. Well, is that because we watched the Chaz and Dave Christmas knees up? We did indeed. We did watch that. And I, I just I said, I found something on uh, YouTube. It's Chaz and Dave. And you sort of spelled out exactly what it was going to be like. <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I mean, if you could idea, anybody knows who Chaz and Dave are. Mm-hmm. Or they've got a Christmas special, have they? There's, I mean, I'm not saying I was psychic or anything. It is literally the only thing you could imagine it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Still, though, you were you were exactly right. I know. You? I is said, it in I'm a, a pub? Bit happy. Is it in a, yeah, a TV set that looks like a pub while they play <laughs> and some Londoners have a proper knees up? It's actually called Chaz and Dave's Christmas Proper London Christmas Knees Up. Knees up. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is called that. And it is the right old knees up as well. This, the, the people in the audience are, are well oiled. Well, they? Certainly by the end, they are. <laughs> falling over and all sorts. This, uh huh. The dancing gets like, a bit more rigorous. It does indeed, uh huh. 
it's like a fantastic social club. And the couple up, I don't know, towards the end. I like that bit where they couple up and stuff. <laughs> I wonder, do you think they were just real people? I, guess, I think they were real people, mate. I think they were real people. Look at, look at what they look like. <laughs> you <wouldn't get> <laughs> look at what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a, a Chaz and Dave. They had a, I think they had a, a TV show, didn't they? That after this, it sort of for a I couple more the last e- episodes. I think this was the last one, wasn't it? Was it? I, I'm not. I thought it was the first one. Anyhow, they had a TV show called uh, Chaz and Dave's Knees Up or whatever, and this was the Christmas version of it. So that's good. Uh, from 1982, mm-hmm. so we were one. One, yeah, would have been us. Yeah, you Good wanna, age, uh, you know. Some people might not know who Chaz and Dave are. Do you think? Well, Go on, you can you can explain who Chaz and Dave uh, are. Cliff. Well, we can talk about who they are, like who Chaz and Dave are, but actually the the backstory and all that's interesting. Isn't it's it? interesting. Um, so it, it Chaz, is. Chaz and Dave are a duo, but actually there was three of them in the band, um, along with Mike Burt, the drummer. Uh, so mm-hmm. you had uh, Chaz Hodges, Dave mm-hmm. Peacock. Chaz Hodges yep. played the piano and sang. Dave mm-hmm. Peacock played the bass and sang. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And uh, they were popular in the late 70s and the 80s, still doing the rounds and the 90s and 2000s when health permitted, but there were a duo of Londoners who decided to make music in their own vernacular. So they made London songs in their own Cockney. We'll say Cockney. I don't think they are Cockneys, but they're London accents Mm -hmm. um, and about London things, about going to the pub and about getting the earache off the the other half. Off the missus. And stuff like that. Um, Uh And they made, uh, yeah, like a, a, a really, really successful career. Of it's unique this. stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's a re- they are probably the most unique British band. And, you know, they, <laughs> I they, think you so. You can look back through the kinks and stuff like that. They, they, they fall into that line, I think. Yeah. Um, but nobody really did what they did and nobody has ever done what they've done since. Like, mm-hmm. And I think... It's quite niche, especially from the northeast. You like don't really get it a bit. But when we were kids, we were kind of everywhere. You they were on the telly yeah. all the time, and you knew their songs and and all of that. Mm. Um, and I think people think they're a novelty band, and I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't think they are either. I don't think they are. Yeah, so you're you're right in what you're saying. That they were in like uh, bands in the sixties and stuff like that. Different bands, weren't there? Mm-hmm. One was the Outlaws, wasn't it? And I think um, they toured with the Beatles at some point. I know that. So the Outlaws were like a Joe Meek um, outfit. And mm-hmm. if anybody knows or doesn't know who Joe Meek is, then that's probably worth an episode of its own. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they were like, you know, like the sh- if everybody knows the Shadows, Cliff Richard and the Shadows, the, the backing band of yeah. them, Joe Meek kind of had a really weird, he was a producer that, did stuff yeah. like that, but with a little bit of weirdness around it. I also it came to a, a bad end. Um, but so I think Chaz was in them, and yeah. then he joined Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers, and they're the band yes. that toured with the Beatles. Um, oh, they're the ones that yeah. toured with the Beatles. Yeah. All right, okay. yeah, and they were fairly successful, but I don't think they made much chart diff like 
didn't have big hits and stuff like that, but I think they were a yeah. really successful touring band throughout the 60s. And obviously mm-hmm. a, Lon- a London beat combo. Um, yeah. He was in them. And at the same time, Dave was in, in, in similar kinds of bands and stuff like that. And then they ended up in a band yeah. together uh, as you yeah. got into the early 70s with a guy, various people, but a guy called Albert Lee, who pops up in this, mm-hmm. who's a great guitarist. Yeah, he's um, brilliant, I'm like. Um, and, you know, he's still going strong now. He still plays all over the place. And, yeah, then they, I, the story goes that the two in America, they were, they were singing backing vocals or whatever, and Chaz felt like he was being a fraud by singing yeah, an American out. accent. So he uh-huh. thought, why, why can't I just sing in my normal accent? And then he got this idea, said, is it uh, Dave, why don't we just make our own band and we just do our normal London voice and write songs about stuff like that instead of pretending to be American and going across highways and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And that was where the idea came from. I think, like... Yeah fucking brilliant like what what a great idea i know like a massive risk though isn't it like mm-hmm. do you know what i mean didn't know if it was going to work and that and how to like you know go to pubs and stuff like that london yeah. pubs and stuff like that you know to build up that following and stuff like that so bit of a risk especially if that because like session musicians as well and stuff like that yeah. you know what i mean so but yeah i mean it, it massively works it's the they're, called, they're just unique, aren't they? As soon as they come on, you know it's them. There's yeah, so they, like made them, that, there? so they made that name by basically songs like uh, Rabbit. It was in the Which 80s. is the best. Uh, you think that's the best? <laughs> well, no, it's not that. It's not the best song. But uh, it's uh, I used to play it to Lennon when he was little and he used to love it. So <laughs> it's got like a, a, a fond place in my heart. Well, I one. think the thing is the, the songs are very fast, aren't they? They're singing, fast singing. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing about it. I like it when uh, one man sings to the other man really fast. <laughs> yeah, and, he and then he answers him. really yeah. fast as well. <laughs> that's the best bit, isn't it? But it, that's difficult thing to do, be doing. It, it actually looks like quite simple and easy, but obviously not, is it? No, no, I think that's the thing. Like you've got, and I think this is why the drummer Mike uh, Mick or whatever Mick Burt needs a, a mention as well because. The rhythm of these songs, because they're following these like really fast, like kind of uh, spat out lyrics, Uh answer like call and answer kind of lyrics. They're talking to each other, they're answering each Mm -hmm. other. They're talk, they're singing over each other. They're singing the same lines. They're singing one line and another line, call and answer kind of thing. Um, There's harmonizing. That all of this stuff's going on at such a pace. Yeah, and the drummer's really like obviously the drummer's not writing them. I know that's why he's not in the thing, and those guys are writing them. But like the rhythm, as a rhythm section, and as like the structure of these songs and that, it sounds a bit wanky, but they're fucking brilliant. They are absolutely uh-huh. brilliant, and yeah. the lyric and the lyrics are great. I know a lot of them. Well, a couple of them remind us of like you know Beatles stuff as well, like. Yeah, Martha, my dear, or something like mm-hmm. that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The piano bits and stuff like that. They're like musical numbers, aren't they? It's a bit there's like a lot of McCartney's that, yeah. were, that were like that as well. I think there's a bit like just before the Beatles became famous, that kind of music. So a bit of rock and mm-hmm. roll and a bit of musical, yeah. which I presume is what was happening in London in like 1958 to 1962, was yeah. like this musical kind of singers and crooners 
with the kind of the, the, the roll out the barrel kind of piano yeah. and then rock and roll coming in with the shadows and stuff like that and obviously they were part of that mm-hmm. so they don't really stray into like the 60s no. beat and mm-hmm. R&B and psychedelic it's and all that like it's all before that isn't it, it? it they yeah. made their own thing and I think they should be massively commended for it so this is a Christmas special after the Got their own TV show. Um, it's set in a pub. Um, yeah, which isn't now, really a pub. There's nothing like Christmassy about what they get up to. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little bit of tinsel. You know, Some I love tinsel. tinsel. There's, there's a little tinsel. bit of tinsel. But and that's it. Beyond that, they're not singing Christmas songs. There's no nope. Christmas banter. It's just that singing. <laughs> every, he does say "Merry Christmas," I think, at the end, doesn't I he? Think he does, so he, yeah. he wishes everybody a, a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the only Christmassy thing about it's Jimmy Cricket, isn't he? He's got a bit of snow on his shoes. Uh, I, I mean, he was horrendous. He was horrendous. <laughs> Jokes about Italians. <laughs> that that also, was it. But also, it was it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like him as a kid, you know. I, I used to, to love him. So Jimmy right. Cricket, if anybody doesn't know who he is, is a very <laughs> well, let's delve into the fucking history of Jimmy Cricket. Jimmy Cricket <laughs> is a, an Irish comedian whose mm-hmm. basic crack was that he was an idiot. <laughs> His yeah, catchphrases were, I. come here, there's more. And he had wellies on with LNR for left and right feet when they were on the wrong foot. That was his crack, wasn't he? He played up yeah. to being an idiot Irishman. That was his entire act. <laughs> he pretty much did. <laughs> and had to go at the Italians. That's that's <laughs> what he did. Do you, do you want to hear his, uh, his best joke? Go on then. He, he, he's talking about he's in a shopping centre or something. He, he saw a sign saying, uh, dogs must be carried up the escalator. <laughs> and he was an hour looking for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was his best one. That was the best one. You're right. The Italian yeah, well, one, I didn't really get. He's I know. Italian. I didn't get either. <laughs> at all. <laughs> but there you go. But yes, I mean, he was all over the telly. He was in it. Wasn't he, when we were growing up? Yeah, we were well, Chaz and Dave were, right? They were always on something, Chaz and Dave, weren't mm-hmm. they? Have you seen the two Ronnies thing where they do their Chaz and Dave thing? I don't think so. Oh, that's excellent. No, like, you'll, have to, yeah, you'll have to watch that. Because like... It, People would set them up or whatever, take the piss out of them and stuff like that. But they loved it, Chaz and Dave thought it was really funny. And it is, it is really funny. But there were always like guests on stuff. Yeah, from yeah. what I remember in the early 80s. You know, if you're watching Saturday Night TV or whatever, Chaz and Dave would be on, do you know what I mean? It was a cannonball or something like that, they'd be on, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, they always. What do you think of that, that look? I like that look. I like that look, me. I think it's good. I was they were on uh, Breakfast TV. Have you seen that clip of Chaz and Dave on Breakfast TV? And uh, I, I can't, can't remember the bloke's name. Now he's a Luton supporter. That's the only thing I remember. Nick Owen. Nick Owen. That's him. I. <laughs> he was saying to them, "Is it all a put on then? The way you dress and the way you talk is it all a put on?" And they're going, "What do you mean? This is just like how we dress." Well, what what you got them on for? What did they do? And he's pointing at the, the braces. He yeah. says, they hold up my pants. That's what <laughs> so he was being arsy with them for no reason whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? But like, 
I like the, that's the way that the just dress, isn't it? Surely, I think that looks good. That's what um, they said. I think they've got a very like in this, especially the hair and beard, very 80s, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I like, I yep. like it. It's like they've gone to, they've got it's a like look. An unkempt hall and yeah, but they've got they've gone for a look. But the look is that they're not trying to have the look. Yes, and it's great, and I think you're right. The the British hollow notes. <laughs> That's exactly what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if you knew any about this, but there was supposed to be another comedian on, which was cut out. Uh, yeah, I think Did originally Jim Davison is uh, one of the guests. So they have a few guests yeah. throughout this show. Jimmy Cricket, mm-hmm. stand-up comedian, comes on and does a few jokes. Not very funny. Um, Albert Lee comes on and plays guitar with a do a song. He's fucking fantastic. Eric Clapton yeah. comes on. I'm not mm-hmm. really a fan of Eric Clapton, to be honest. I don't think he's a nice guy. Yeah, I don't think he's a nice guy. He's a good guitarist, though, isn't he? And yeah, he yeah, some he is. songs. Yeah, he does. Um, Undeniable. I, I yeah, think he does, but that. I don't think that his bit is by anywhere near the best bit of the thing. Mm-hmm. I think the, the songs are better that they do than the ones that Eric Clapton. Um, but yeah, apparently Jim Davison was also in this special, but now you probably can't find a version of it with him in it. So I don't know what yeah, he that's... said, but I presume it well, was just his usual racist. Exactly, exactly. So to be honest, I'm glad I didn't didn't watch that. Uh, there's another guest as well by the name of Lenny Peters, and he's oh, a magnificent oh, man, isn't he? I forgot about Lenny Peters. The, yeah, uh, Peters of Peters and Lee. The, welcome <laughs> home, welcome. That guy. Yeah. Um, he's he, extraordinary. Amazing. Most extraordinary because he sings with a microphone just on the side of his face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is my favourite thing about him. <laughs> Why he was doing that, I've got no idea whatsoever. <laughs> right on the side of his mouth, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely mental. <laughs> Lord help me, Jesus. Yeah. Also, that first song, very religious. Very, <laughs> very, very religious number for the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> These days he'd be kicked out on his ear, he wouldn't, wouldn't he? he? Second uh, one was a bit more palatable, but uh, the first one. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's a Chris Christopherson song, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Why me, Lord, it's called. Oh, I've but heard yeah. of it. I just never had heard the song. Uh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he was a great, uh, he was a great turn. He was a good, he was a good performer. But I just loved <laughs> the way that he just sang out the side of his mouth and had the yeah. microphone just at the one side, so you could did see. Did you think? So you could see his full mouth. Maybe he did that because he was on the telly. And he Maybe because he's full mouth. smiling. <laughs> he see me full mouth. <laughs> did you did you think he looked like a little bit like that man? Who used to get in a venue? Who used to dance on the stairs <laughs> with a big shirt? <laughs> yeah, and the medallion. <laughs> no, because his hair was different. <laughs> his hair was a little bit different. Well, that guy I'll just had that. long, balding hair, didn't he? he used to, didn't like that guy. I, I, I like that guy. I mean, I think he's uh, <laughs> he's a legend. I'm sure he would hold the microphone at the side of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so he was good. So yeah, he was good. It was a good diversion. Um, it was. Well, I guess what we haven't talked about yet is the songs of uh, yeah. Chaz and Tim. 
Uh-huh. What do you think? Well, I mean, there's a lot of them that I really like that, that, that remind me of like that Beatlesy stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've mentioned, like uh, stuff off the White Album and stuff, like McCartney's sort of numbers. But I like the Sideboard uh, song, <laughs> which is the first one they do, isn't yeah. it? Straight so into it. Like, I love one. it. Like they, I, I don't know how they sing and play in the way they do. I know we've just mentioned it a bit, but I don't yeah. know how they do it. It's incredible. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, it's it, it's just they're, they're brilliant musicians, aren't they? Chaz, Chaz Hodges is like a massive Jerry Lee Lewis fan and yeah. stuff like that. I think he toured with him and stuff, so he nicked a couple of stuff off him. Or he said that he taught him how to play the piano, even though he didn't, you know, know he was doing it or yeah. whatever. So there's that kind of stuff in there. Um, but they're, they're just massively talented musicians. That's what I think. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, mm-hmm. modern audiences sort of. Oh, relatively modern, let's say, think that as well, because like Eminem stole Dave Peacock's bass for uh, his first <laughs> track, didn't he? Yeah. There's a sample which yeah, is yeah. just Dave Peacock. So, all right. I mean, they're just brilliant musicians, I think. And it's good to watch. Do you know what I mean? I no think it's has, great. Like, it's so just, many people go to see them live. It is so entertaining. So, that the mm-hmm. sideboard song is the first song you do. Um, Honestly, I can't get over like the lyrics and the way they sing to each other and stuff like that. It's it's just yeah. incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I will tweet out like a video of the, of them doing that or whatever. Then the next song, yeah. London Girls. London Girls, yeah. I think this shows how clever they are. But then the lyrics, they're basically taking the piss out of like wish you all could be California girls and stuff like that. Like the yeah. referencing these amazing. You, you kind of get pissed. With their California girls, yeah, and stuff. the that, yeah. But the first like verse is essentially like an inversion of California girls. Um, so it's just great that they're playing with these like classic pop songs and turn them around yeah. a bit uh, and making, but still having a classy, uh, like a, a funny song. But what I what I mm-hmm. loved about this bit was. The audience got right into it, didn't they? Because there was plenty of well, girls in the audience. Well, that's it. You, they know how to, you know, they, they know how to press the buttons, don't they? Do you know what I mean? So there's there's loads of sort of ladies in there, and they love all that stuff, man. So yeah, it was. Uh, it it's it sent the place wild. That one it did, didn't I it? Think. And then uh, mm-hmm. some great, obviously some fantastic fashions in the in the crowd for 1982. Oh, some wonderful fashions. Uh-huh. <laughs> But the, the, the thing that, I mean, people were loving it, weren't they? And I watched, loved, I watched it. Absolutely loved it. And uh, it was real beer that was flowing and all that stuff and, and stuff, even though it was a studio. So there was like uh, signs on the door, like a pretend toilet. Yeah. And it was just going into like a, a different part of the studio, or whatever. But people were trying to get in there and have a piss and stuff like that. <laughs> but the, the, it was just like fun. Watching it was fun. Do you great, know what I mean? I watched it with like, a smile on my face. Great, That's the thing. Great entertainment. I watched it. 40, it was. 40 minutes long and it flies by. The songs mm-hmm. that they sing, their songs are amazing. Um, yeah. And they're just pure entertainers and everybody's loving it and getting involved in it. Getting tanked. It, it just, it's not, they're not singing Christmas songs, but you can see why it was a Christmas special. Because yeah. everybody was well, they got just... Clapton on board, didn't uh, at the time he was massive, wasn't yeah. he? So yeah, and I, and I think he was on. Yeah, it was his first appearance on TV for ages or whatever. But obviously, Clapton must be a massive Chaz and Dave fan. Do you know what I mean? And so 
that's how that's how they got them on. Yeah, I mean, but you can see like they Albert Lee's playing guitar at the same time. So you've got Clapton on guitar, Albert Lee on guitar, Dave Peacock on bass, Charles Hodges playing piano, and Mick Bird playing drums. Like none of those players were outshone by Eric Clapton's guitar. Like mm-hmm. they were no, no, because they're all uh, brilliant musicians. And Dave Peacock's singing the song as well. And he's be- he's better singer than Eric Clapton. Like he was just <laughs> better. Like, but I just mm. preferred it when they went back to their songs and um what was the one they yeah. sang after that? The people were like falling over in the aisle in the crowd and stuff. <laughs> uh, there were there were um there was there was a couple one I mean I I think uh, the best songs in or oh, pleasing you I think oh, that's that. what a song that is like like a ballad but it's amazing it's absolutely brilliant that song uh, I that, love it that was like the biggest hit I think um I really, think so it kind of that is not jokey but just showed how. Uh, how good a song right yeah, but they still had the like the that every man kind of thing like they didn't they didn't mm-hmm. it's not this how it sounds is different but what the song's about and how it's structured and what the lyrics are and stuff like that is still the same i think it's a great song and you still know it's jazz and dave don't that, you even that, though it's this tender ballad with like a yeah, massive I, I uh, think, bridge and chorus i think when the play that song about wanting to write a love song I think that is mm-hmm. an absolutely like phenomenal yeah, that's a good one, song like mm-hmm. writing a song let's face it 1982 this is mm-hmm. two London copy boys who are all about pie and mash and all of that shit and everyone's getting tanked yeah. and having a great time and they're singing a ballad about I want to tell you I love you but I always feel a bit daft and I yeah. don't know whether, like, it's making me feelings known or whatever. I just don't yeah. know how to do it properly. Uh, and then there's a little joke. It's called in Wish there. I Could Write a Love Song. Yeah, yeah, one. Wish I Could Write a Love Song. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. And then there's mm-hmm. a line in it about, uh, you're going to, I don't know whether I should tell you that I love you. Or I'm worried I'm going to get hurt and you might leave me for my Uncle Bert. <laughs> yeah. You think, oh, fuck it, hell, you've got to have a little joke in there. But then the next line mm-hmm. is, and here I am making a joke again. And I just think, fuck it, yeah. that's so clever. Like, it's clever, so clever. Uh, uh-huh. I just thought that was phenomenal. Like, uh, it's the first mm-hmm. time I heard that song. I thought it was amazing. It was yeah, really, really it's amazing. Was, one of the, yeah, I think the one, finish on a big one, don't they? It, it, it's like a, a medley, the last one, and it kind of cut off. But the, the, there's another one that, like, uh, sent the place going all over the place, which is the banging in your head. It's like a hangover song, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's and that. <laughs> That is a good one. Obviously, just about having a hangover. Do you know what I mean? But clever in its lyrics and stuff like that, like like all the more. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't really sat down and listened to a lot of Chaz and Dave, sort of famous ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, very clever lyrics and stuff like that. And it was just massive fun. It had that nostalgia, like when we were growing up, we we went to clubs for our birthdays and stuff like that, didn't we? Uh-huh. And like, yeah. uh, and this. I think Chaz and Dave like not popular in the northeast because it's just not our stuff, right? We it's would London have London stuff. We would have Linda's Farn and shit like that, like good stuff, mm-hmm. but just different, right? These are Chaz and yeah. Dave are like the the London Linda's Farn, let's say. Um, yeah. And you know, like so, it wasn't stuff that was getting played all the time when we were kids, but it was obviously always on the telly. Um, mm-hmm. 
so you know like Snooker Loopy and Rabbit and stuff like that because also their songs were on adverts all the time because they're so yeah. catchy. Um, mm-hmm. So you heard these songs and they kind of became ingrained in your psyche because you'd heard them so often, even if you weren't listening to them. But there's, a, you know, like in the 2000s or whatever, they had a massive comeback and I was on the festival circuit and stuff like that. Um, and I'd, I hate that kind of like, ironic like oh yeah they're so good because they're so shit kind of stuff that sometimes goes along with those festival sets and you know they uh-huh. played student unions and stuff like that I kind of hate that like ironic sense of liking them but at least they were still doing it and making money off playing gigs and they ended up playing Glastonbury and all that kind of stuff which is great uh-huh. um, and I know like my mate Will he's, he, often, he listens and he tweets us every now and then um, he's a huge Chaz and Dave fan and he always used to talk about them and I uh-huh. like, never really listened to them I would just go yeah you know, take his word for it whatever mm-hmm. I've got I've got another you know, mate Craig who was a big fan of ABBA I don't listen to what he says either but uh, <laughs> but I never really took them seriously I did not take them seriously, but I never really took them up on his suggestion yeah. to listen to Chad uh-huh. and Dave. Um, but they are one of those bands like that. That it's not a novelty; they're a proper band. They just play oh, a style right. of music like this. Um, uh-huh. They're proper songwriters, and they've—I think—they've got the chops. Well, they have. I mean, it ain't no pleasing uh, you shows that I think. Yeah. From a songwriting perspective, doesn't it? Because it's, uh, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant song. Yeah, and then yeah, all the other ones are good as well. You know, I obviously haven't delved into the lyrics and stuff like that as, as deeply as, as you have, I don't think. There was one where it said, you're just too fat for me. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not all of them have stood the test of time that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. But there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it, was, it was good. It. I, I like watching it. And like it was, like it was, I say, even though there was but, nothing particularly Christmassy, they're not saying Christmas songs, did give you mm. that kind of warm Christmassy feeling because everyone's having a good time. Yeah, because the, there would always be specials on uh, as a kid, wouldn't there? There would always be a Christmas special mm-hmm. on. Does that happen anymore? I don't know, does it? I don't know, because people don't watch the telly as, like, in, a north, in the way that we used to then, right? So Yeah, I don't yeah know. it's like, completely different. Probably are, but I mean, it's probably for stuff shit. like Mrs. Brown's Boys and Call the midwife yeah. and stuff like that. Like, it, I don't think it's entertainment in the same way has the same. Yeah, that's a shame that there should be. There should be. Do you know what I mean? I think that the the things that we like is like a, a variety show. Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, like Gary Bushel. <laughs> well, there you go. Do you know what I mean? We need we need them to come back, man. Don't we? We need a variety show back on. I think special. the thing is when they try and do that, it shit. <laughs> they've tried yeah, it so many times but we'd, we'd still watch it man because he used to watch it as a kid the That's thing the is thing. like Ant and Deck are the ones that are the nearest to doing this right I they think. are I and, think I think that's right and I think they're obviously great at what they do I, I don't love love them but they are obviously very good at what they do and I think they're the nearest thing to having a weekend Saturday night variety yeah. show social club kind of Thing yeah, maybe they're likable and they have different aspects of their show and stuff. And I, I think, mm-hmm. r- really, I think that's because they're like maybe the only like regional people that are on the telly. Would you like a, a quiz, Christmassy of sorts? I would. Fuck you would indeed. One. I'd fucking love it. 
Well, let's hope that your dad uh, likes this one because he, he rather poo pooed yours last week, didn't he? Brent, he said I it was ask, a bag of shite. Have you put enough? Have you put much effort into it? Bloody foreigners and adverts. In which country are children visited by Yule lads? <laughs> and there's 13 of these Yule lads who fill their boots with sweets. <laughs> Estonia? No. Or another guess, lads. Norway. Now, Iceland is the answer to that. I was getting so closer. So there you have it. In which country is it a tradition to visit KFC on Christmas Day? Oh, I read. I did this. I did a. I did a Christmas quiz at work the other day. Um, Feet. Japan. Japan. Well done. Yeah. There you go. KFC. Do you like your KFC? Um, not really, no. As you well know, I've very rarely been there. No, I've only recently started frequenting the place, and I quite enjoy it. Well, for years, my, we uh... put it off because of the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. But I'm quite, you know, I'm quite a, a, a bucket now and again now. Um, which country throws a dish called Kutya? At the ceiling on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Could ya? I can't. Could ya? Um, Hungary. Would you like to know what Kutya is? Go on then. It's cooked wheat mixed with honey and ground poppy seeds. Oh, look at my, look at my lovely cooked wheat. <laughs> I'm going to throw it down the ceiling. <laughs> I'm sticking with me uh, original guess of Hungary. It's, it's the Ukrainians. Ah, it's the Ukrainians. Those crazy bastards. I mean, I, I did the accent perfectly. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> so what the adverts? <laughs> I don't know it wasn't. Which bakery firm came under fire? For replacing baby Jesus with a sausage roll in its nativity scene. Well, it was only Newcastle's own Greg's. Of course it wasn't. You Greg's think there's out wrong with that? Greg's, Greg's the, the Bakers. Do <laughs> you think there's out wrong with replacing baby Jesus with a sausage roll like? Well, no, it was funny. No wrong with it. The context of it was funny. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Let's see if you think this bit was funny. Who had a Christmas advert with an elf teabagging a Barbie? Oh, what was that again? Oh, shit. Um, Classy place. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Little. Oh, it was Poundland. It was Poundland. I remember seeing the ad. I just couldn't remember. There you go. That's your Christmas quiz over. Well, that was it. Pretty short, pretty brief, but a lot of work went into it. Right, well, I think the breaking up probably took away from that a bit. (laughs) I'll try and edit it. It's going to happen every now and then, isn't it? We're going to break up sooner or later. That was hard to do. Sure is, sure is, man. Well, that was, well, thank you. I like anything Christmas, so I, I enjoyed it. Just wish I'd done a better job, to be honest. I'd probably go to bed feeling a little bit better about myself. <laughs> right, the music, Miracle Mile. Is that right? 
Mercury. No. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle Mile. What the fuck? Where do you get that from? Jeez. You know, is, is that not a song name from the Rolling Stones? Or Verve or something stuff. like that? <laughs> <laughs> you've got a whole one where you've been putting in your drink. Hemp. Hemp, yeah. Right. BSD, yeah. is that the Hemp. word? BSD? Yeah. Is that CB- what they call it? CBD. CBD. <laughs> CBD. BFG. <laughs> yeah, on, just... You introduce the song, then you bastard. You bastard. Yes, we'll have uh, music this week, and it's from uh, a Manchester band called Mercury Machine. And the song is called This Colon, and it's from the latest EP, which is called Ascend. So there you have it, Jim. Okay, well, thank you very Obviously, much. Obviously, I'm referring to you as Jim will fix it. <laughs> of course. I can solve anything. Um, well, thank you for that, Brett. It's a great song. A um, little bit like Depeche Mode or something like that. I think you could say that with the similarities there. Yes, I think you could say that. Okay, well, hope everyone enjoys it. Merry Christmas, everyone. This will come out on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So whatever day it is, either hope you get everything that you want from Santa or I hope Santa hey, Cliff, brought you everything. Uh, ho, 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 the do. Did you like that? <laughs> I did like that very much. Um, and we'll be back. After that, with uh, some Beatles, Beatles crack, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I better watch the rest of that film. In the meantime, yes, as well. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you later. Cheers. Listen yes, to thank you. Music, my old Bye. Bye.
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.